make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that have made us and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Welcome, Mount Calvary Nation, those who are in house and those who are watching virtually. Father, our Father, we bless your holy name. How excellent is thy name in all the earth. We exalt you, we extol you, we magnify and we glorify you. There is no God like our God. You are beautiful, oh God. You are arrayed in splendor. We just lift you up right now. We lift you up, oh God. Hallelujah to your name, oh God. Hallelujah to your name. Father God, we just want to praise you. We hallow your name, oh God. There is nothing greater than you, Father God. Lord Jesus, we lift your name on high. Majesty belongs to you, O Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. To you who are the only wise God, immortal, invisible, potentate, you, Lord Jesus. You sit high and you look low. We thank you. Nothing greater than you. Nothing, nothing greater than you. You sit on the right hand of the Father and you make intercession for us all, Lord Jesus. We thank you today. We thank you today. We exalt you. We have entered into your gates with praise. We bless you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No greater love than this do you have for your children, oh God. And we just thank you. Have your way in this service today because it belongs to you. Holy Spirit, move upon us, within us. Have your way. Use Pastor Winston today, use him. Set him ablaze with fire as the oracles of you come forth from his mouth. May lives be changed today. Heal, deliver, set free. Salvation, 
to those who need it. We thank you, and we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Missionary Baptist Church. May God's blessing be upon all who are present joining us virtually. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6 4 states, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. I am Teresa Mack. This is our candidate for baptism, Damarian Rutledge. upon your profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I baptize you now, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And let all the church say amen.
we take it to the top one more time? Come on, soprano. Hey. If you know the song, it's easy. The words are on the screen.
Well, we've been we've received the instruction is to praise him. So let everything that's breathing do just that. He is our blessed Savior. And he is worthy of all the praise. Hallelujah to his name. Hallelujah. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Blessed be God who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. We lack nothing. Nothing. Y'all can be seated. What a privilege it is to be able to worship together. We're grateful for this opportunity. God has kept us safely through another week and he has allowed us to see the start of a new week and we're grateful for those who are worshiping with us online i did you first today because i forgot about you last week god bless you we are so grateful for the opportunity that we have uh, to worship together literally all over the world uh, via live stream we're grateful for you and we're grateful for the people behind the technology who make it possible for us to worship together every week. If you're in the sanctuary, we're glad that you've chosen to worship with us, especially if you don't consider yourself a part of the Mount Calvary Nation. As a matter of fact, we would love to see who you are and where you are. If you don't mind and if you're able, would you stand so we can see who our visitors are today? God bless you. God bless you. Mount Calvary, make them feel welcome, would you? Come on. Let's sing to them. We welcome you into Mount Calvary, this house of worship. So glad you came and taught his name. Let's lift him up together. Thank God we're here from far and Revealing the glory of God's kingdom. Here's how we're doing it. Through love, with diversity, with excellence, prayer and integrity, we welcome you. We are grateful for one who has given his life to Christ today. Or pardon me, who has entered into believer's baptism today, who has given his life to Christ recently. This certificate of baptism certifies that Demarion Rutledge was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit on the 15th day of January 2023 at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. Congratulations, sir. 
Best decision you'll ever make in your life. I promise you that. Good. That's yours. There's some stuff in there that's yours. Where's your family, sir? Good. Congrats, y'all. Congrats. If you are aged 55 or better, uh, on this Thursday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., thank you. It's Tuesday? Thank you. This Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., uh, you have a special event. Uh, the senior outreach is going to take place here at the church. Uh, there will be a light lunch served. You can come out and fellowship uh, with others who are around your age. <laughs> that is this Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sherry Austin, are you here? There you are. She has recently completed her church membership and this is presented to her in recognition of her successful completion of the prescribed requirements for full membership in the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles her to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship this 15th day of January, 2023. God bless you. Yes, ma'am. Welcome officially. Yes, ma'am. You got any family with you today? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Uh, would you add to your prayer list Sister Fela Bonner um, she is still at Miami Valley Hospital uh, also Brother Jay Klinkscales um, he went back to the hospital on Friday um, he had a fall and actually he and his wife Mrs. Klinkscales and Jason have uh, COVID uh, so would you keep all of them keep all of them in your prayers please uh, and certainly pray for uh, Sister Diane Wheeler, Phyllis Diane Wheeler, and that entire family. Uh, the services for Brother James Thompson are going to be tomorrow here at the church at 11 o'clock a.m. I would also that you would keep Mrs. Barnes, Brother Cameron's wife, uh, in your prayers as well. Cameron is our organist. Uh, her father passed. Uh, they're going to be headed down to Memphis uh, shortly uh, for his funeral. Keep that family in your prayers as well. Thank you for praying for Brother Ron Grady. He is now at home. Uh, continue, continue to pray, though. Tomorrow is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, uh, the national holiday, and so our church offices will be closed tomorrow in observance of the holiday. Brother Craig, are you participating in the uh, the concert tonight? You are not. Okay. We got some mem some choir members. Okay, good. Uh, some of our choir members are going to be a part of the uh, MLK choir tonight. Um, 
at 5.30 at Shiloh at uh, 3801 Fairbanks Avenue. Uh, come and support them in that tonight. Mrs. Sampson, yeah, that's you. Uh, <laughs> wave your hand, Ms. Marlita Sampson. Um, I got a text from a very proud mother this week who just wanted us to know that Mrs. Marlita Sampson recently graduated with a master's degree in social work from Widener University. And she did it with a 3.96 GPA. Nicely done. Where's your family, Ms. Sampson? <laughs> All right. Um, Dr. Pooler, can you make your way this way? Thank you. Deacon Larry Stevens, um, you have a birthday this week. You and your wife. You're on the 17th, and she's on the 19th. Happy birthday to both of you. Good. Oh, yes. Uh, Mrs. Halls, where is Miss Lonnie Halls? Is she, is she here? Oh, there she is. You had a birthday this past week, didn't you? Had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to you. Good. Come on, Dr. Pooler, would you all join me in welcoming our new children's ministry director? She's, uh, pardon me, youth ministry director. She's got a couple of things to say to you. Good morning, Mount Calvary. Good morning. It is indeed an honor and blessing to be working with our youth here at Mount Calvary. I'm so excited to see how God is going to use me in this new position. Um, I was brought up on Proverbs 22.6, which reads, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The things that our youth are going, to, going through and, and exposed to is unimaginable. If there was ever an urgency, it is now for us to do what God called us to do. So with that being said, um, I'm asking anyone that God has laid, up, laid it upon your heart to work with our youth to see me after church in the back and sign one of these information sheets so that I can contact you later. If there are parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, or guardians of youth between the ages of 12 and 18, and you would like for your youth to be a part of our youth ministries, please also see me in the back. And if I can get it, sign the yellow form so that I can contact you with this information. It's like every time I hear something, I work in the school system as an administrator, and every time I hear what our youth is saying, I can hear God saying, sound the alarm. This is not a test. It is, it is unreal. It is unreal. And I know many of you heard about the situation with the six-year-old. You just can't even imagine what's going on with our children today. So we do need some youth workers, and we also need to get our youth back into the church. Thank you. Thank you. 
Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Because of who you are, I give you glory. My Father in heaven, you are. Jehovah, 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 
I give you honor. I give you praise. Oh Lord, I worship you. Oh, I give you my life every day. Oh Lord, I worship you. Oh Father, who you are, you are, you are. I worship you because of who. Because of who it with me and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil that's enough would you be seated we are slow walking our way through the model prayer I think it's so appropriate that you all just sang about who he is and how we worship him for who he is because I would offer that prayer as Jesus taught it is all about worship because it's about submission to his will. This lesson taught by Jesus when he was teaching his disciples to pray, it contains so much. Um, before I forget, uh, Miss Tiff, happy birthday, ma'am. Yeah. Just a little bit older than I, that's why she bullied me when we were children. <laughs> Good. Um, and one of our new members, and I apologize, young lady, because I just don't know your name yet, because I haven't met you officially. I just know that you're a new member and that you're Dr. Moncrief's daughter. What's your name? Sydney? You just had a birthday too, didn't you? Happy birthday, Miss Sydney. Good. Jesus in Matthew chapter 6 starts out telling his disciples when you pray don't be like the hypocrites who just want to be 
seem. They just want to look holy. And don't be like the heathen because they just use a lot of big words. They don't even know the Lord. When you pray, here's how I want you to do it. Our Father, in other words, make sure you're in relationship with him. Which art in heaven, that deals with the reality of the Father. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, he sits high and looks low. He is above everything, above every situation. He's higher than every challenge, every demon, every sickness, every disease, every sin. He is our Father in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. That deals with the respect we have for his name. The Bible tells us how to treat his name. We are told to exalt his name. We're told to lift up our hands in his name. The Bible says call on his name. Bless his name. Give unto his name the glory that is due. Uh, sing unto his name. Glorify his name. The Bible says his name is a strong tower and the righteous know how to run into it. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That deals with the realm of our praying, what we pray for. Our focus is that the Lord's will will be done here on earth just like it is in heaven. I will say it again not lining God's will up with ours but lining our will up with his then Jesus goes on to teach a little bit about what to request right we've looked at this give us this day what we need for this day and then last week we took a look at what Jesus says about forgiveness father Release me from what I've done to you as I release others from what they've done to me. Forgive us as we forgive others. I think we left here last week feeling like that was a hard pill to swallow. But I pray that we are practicing, right? And letting the Lord through his Holy Spirit work in us. I told you that it wasn't a one-shot deal, right? But today we come to the last petition in this prayer, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I don't know what subject I want to preach from today. Um... <laughs> I sent word to Mountain Media, maybe by the time I finish preaching, I'll have a sermon title. But there are just a couple of things I want to share with you concerning this request that Jesus includes here. Because I am learning that as we journey through this life, there are really two elements that we cannot do without for those of us who name his name. 
There are two fundamental components that we must have if we're going to lead victorious lives. We need the Lord's direction and we need the Lord's deliverance. Say that with me, would you please? We need the Lord's direction and we need the Lord's deliverance. Oh, since I don't have a title, let me just jump right in. It may not be obvious at first glance, but according to this verse, we need his direction. Let me see if I can show you that it is in the text. Let's walk into it slowly. I know the text says, lead us not. But before we can get into the specifics of where we would like not to be led, we have to deal with an implication here. And that implication is we need to be led. I don't mean to burst any bubbles and I don't mean to be counter to what we are taught in 2023 church but let me tell you on our own we are not smart enough wise enough experienced enough all seeing enough or all knowing enough to lead ourselves where we should go or to stay away from where we shouldn't go. I know, I understand, I know that you are every woman and it's all in you. But there is some stuff that you can't see. Man of God, there's some dangers that you don't know about. There are some pitfalls that we would fall into if it were not for the Lord's leading. Do you know something I'm learning about his leading? Because um, I think some of us have been misinformed that God only leads us through flowery beds of ease. That if you are in tune with him, you will only be led through green pastures. But I've got to tell you, sometimes he leads me to green pastures, but then sometimes he also leads me through dark valleys. But whether I'm in the green pasture or the dark valley, I'm just glad he leads me. <laughs> Y'all know I love the way the hymnologist put it. Back in 1903, George, wrote, George, uh, George Young wrote it like this. Some through the water. Some through the flood. Some have to go through the fire. But all through the blood. Some through great sorrow. But God gives a song in the night season. God leads his dear children along. Is there anybody in this building right now who's grateful for the Lord's direction? Anybody watching online who's just glad that he leads you? 
Jesus suggests here that we need the Lord to direct us. But, but he offers the petition in the negative, which throws me a little bit. Lead us not into temptation. It, it does throw me, it puzzles me. Every time I look at it, I ask of the text, why do we need to, to ask the Father not to lead us into temptation? I mean, is the Father in the business of leading us into temptation? Would God the Father lead his children into wrong paths? David said in Psalm 23, he leads me in right paths. But then I'm confronted. I'm just talking about how I deal with the text. I am confronted over in Luke chapter 4 because the Bible is clear that the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness where the devil tested him for 40 days. This whole statement makes me dig further. Why would we have to pray that God would not lead us into temptation? But then I remember that the Bible is a whole. And so I look over in James chapter 1 where he says, Let no man say when he is tempted that I'm tempted of God. Because God can't be tempted with evil and God doesn't tempt any man. Check this out. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. Did you get that? Because that was the answer. Let me, let, let me slow it down. The temptation comes because of our own lusts, our own wants, our own desires. And what Jesus is saying here is ask the Father not to lead you in that direction. Ask him to keep, hear me, ask him to keep you away from your own wants, your own lusts, and away from what you desire. I've been telling you this whole time that the Lord, prayer according to what Jesus teaches is about what he wants and not what we want. Ask God to lead you away from what you want because what I want will get me in trouble. What I want will take me places that I don't need to be. What I desire is not always for me. Are you ready for this? Even if it's a good thing, it may not be a God thing. Even if it's good, it may not be good for me right now. So lead me in your direction 
and not my own. Help me to want what you want. Um, Lord, save me from me. Leandria Johnson was here a few months ago and she sang it like this, Lord, deliver me because all I seem to do is hurt me. Listen, and let, let, me, let me stop right here and, and say, um, because I've heard some saints and I've seen some saints posting on Facebook and I don't want there to be a misunderstanding. There is nothing in this prayer that says you can't ask for what you want. There is nothing in the Bible that says you can't ask for what you want. Don't be ashamed or afraid to tell your father what you want. Nevertheless, nevertheless, recognize that sometimes what we want is not what the Lord wants for us. Okay? Um, I just want us to pray the way Jesus says we ought to. I'm afraid, I am afraid that in this me first, my way culture that we live in, I'm afraid that that has infiltrated the church. We are supposed to be salting the world, but instead the attitude of the world is corrupting the church. And as a result, too many of us in our praying are trying to get God to want what we want. We think that if we pray enough, long enough, hard enough, and then grease it up with some dancing and some praise, that the Lord will bend his will to ours. But according to what James says, it's our own will that gets us in trouble. It is our wants that get us in trouble. We need to get to the place where what we want is what God wants for us. When his will becomes our will, when there is a yes in our spirit, it's the same thing we want of our children. Um, my children can tell you. Listen. I grew up where children don't talk back. And I'm, I'm sorry. I know, I know things are different now, but I don't believe in children talking back. My wife can tell you, it, it, listen, I have physical reactions. I can literally feel my insides doing their own thing. <laughs> when I give you an instruction when your mama tells you what to do it is not that I'm not concerned about your opinion but all I want is a yes a yes sir or a yes ma'am sometimes Lady C will tell my children to do something 
And I'll hear them start to try to reason with her or try to convince her that their way is better. And I'll just walk by and remind them, yes, ma'am, mama. That's all you got to say. And dear children of God, it's the same way with our Heavenly Father. When he gives an instruction, when he makes his will clear, really, all you need to say is, yes, sir, daddy. No argument, no talking back. Jesus showed us how to do it. I alluded to it already when he was in the garden, right? And he said, Lord, if it's possible, if there's another way to do this, Father, uh, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Lead us not into temptation. Lord, don't let us get sidetracked by our own desires, by our own lust, by what we want. The first thing we need is the Lord's direction. We don't know best. Then the rest of this verse tells us, I'm almost done. I know I'm getting on your nerves. Not only do we need his direction, but I told you the second thing we need is his deliverance. Deliverance from evil, but deliver us from evil. King James Version says deliver us from evil, yes. But in the original text, there is a definite article before evil you know what a definite article is it's a word like the or a uh, and, and it modifies the noun it is it tells us which noun specifically and here in the text the definite article is the deliver us from the evil one not just from evil in general Not only is there a plea for direction, but there is a plea for number two, for deliverance from the evil one. I know that there are those in pulpits who teach that the devil is really just a metaphor. That the devil does not actually exist he is just a metaphorical embodiment of stuff we don't like or evil. But that's not what my Bible teaches. I was in Monville Sunday school class as a boy when she taught me, you have an enemy. And he is the adversary, the devil. And Jesus says that we need to pray that the Father will deliver us from the evil one. That word deliver means to draw to oneself, to rescue, to snatch up. In other words, Jesus is saying when the evil one comes lurking, when the adversary rears his ugly head, when he's on the prowl, look like a roaring lion looking for somebody to eat up. When you see the devil getting close, 
close to your mind, close to your family, close to your finances. When you sense him close, ask the Father to snatch you up, to snatch you up out of the way. Ask him to rescue you. Ask him to grab you in your hands. Because can I tell you something? The devil cannot get to, he can't have what's in the Lord's hands. Did you hear what I just said? He can't have what's in the Lord's hands. When you're in his hands, nobody can pluck you out of his hands. As a matter of fact, he told the prophet Isaiah to record it like this, I will uphold you with my righteous right. Is there anybody in here grateful that you know that you know you know that you're in his hands. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to talk to anybody. I just want you to thank God that you're in his hands. I don't care what it looks like. Somebody needs to thank God that my children are in his hands I don't care what it feels like somebody needs to thank God that my finances are in his hands my emotions are in his hands my mental stability is in his hands my health is in his hands and what's in his hands the devil cannot have I don't care how much noise he makes you catch what Jesus is saying here he says deliver us not only do I need to be directed because I cannot direct myself but I need to be delivered because I cannot deliver myself deliverance comes from God. Jesus says when you pray ask the Lord to deliver you from the evil one which, uh, which implies we cannot set ourselves free we can't deliver ourselves we can't rescue ourselves when the devil comes to torment, when he comes to bind us, it is not in our own strength that we fight it is not in our own strength that we fight. Can I free you right now? You don't have enough willpower. There are not enough human strategies to defeat the plan of the enemy. But I would not be a gospel preacher if I didn't tell you that the way has been made. I've got good news 
we have a savior who has already defeated the evil one once and for all. <laughs> That's why I'm not, I'm, I'm trying my best to just, to just talk this through. I'm not scared of the devil. I am not intimidated by the devil. I am not on the run from the devil because the one who has already defeated the devil has me in his hands. <laughs> How did that happen? I'm so glad you asked me. It was on a hill called Calvary. At Calvary, where man was at his worst but God was at his best at Calvary where the son of man died that the son of men might live at Calvary where he who knew no sin in himself had all the sin of the world on himself the hymnologist wrote it like this on a hill far away stood an old rugged cross when I think about how they nailed Jesus to the cross they hung him high and they stretched him wide at Calvary he died I heard an old preacher say as they came to get Jesus body down off the cross sin and death had a conversation sin said death I've done everything I can do to Jesus oh I got him good because of me sin said they wounded him because of me sin said they bruised him sin said death because of me they placed a crown of thorns on his head and now I'm giving him to you death all I want to know is can you hold Jesus down and death said yes I got him I'm sure I can hold him down I'm just going to keep him in the grave sin said alright death you got him I'm trusting you and Saturday morning sin came running back to the grave and sin said death have you still got Jesus and death said yes I still got him I'm still holding him down death said sin don't you understand everybody I get my hands on I keep my hands on there's only been a few times when I got my hands on somebody and they got away from me but I got them later sin said what do you mean death said I took the widow of Zarephath's son but God made him God made me give him back but I got him later death said I got my chilly hands on the Shunammite woman's son but when Elisha went into the room and shut the door and laid on the boy mouth to mouth eyes to eyes hands to hands 
the Lord made me turn him loose but I got him later I got my ice cold hands on Jairus's daughter until Jesus came in and made me let her go but I got her later death said well there was that time when I got my hands on Lazarus I had him for several days but Jesus called his name and made me let him go and Lazarus slipped right out of my hand ah uh, but I got him later sin said okay death don't let me down this is our time to shine Saturday night everything was still sin came back just to make sure death had Jesus he decided he would just stay there with death to make sure that Jesus didn't get away but sometime between late Saturday night and early on Sunday morning when Jesus body was resting in the grave God said that's enough it's time and death who was sitting vigil started to feel something moving beneath him sin said what's going on here death said I don't know but I can't keep his body down and before they knew it Jesus was alive again he beat the sting out of death he beat the strength out of sin and early on Sunday morning he came out of the grave with all power in his hands he won he won the victory and Paul said thanks be to God who gives us that same victory through our Lord Jesus Christ he's big enough he's strong enough he's powerful enough he's tough enough he's mighty enough to deliver you from whatever it is 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 he can deliver he can deliver be delivered be healed and be set free whatever it is whatever it is whatever it is I've got news for you you win you win you win you win glory
Israel was standing outside of Jericho <laughs> they marched while the wall was still standing <laughs> they marched while the wall was still standing The father gave an instruction and they said in Winston translation, yes sir daddy. And they marched while the wall was still standing. More than likely whatever you came in here struggling with, <laughs> you haven't received word while you've been in here that the wall has fallen the wall is still standing but i'm telling you they marched while the wall was still standing and everybody can't do the pentecostal shuffle some of our feet don't move that fast and some of us are too big but everybody can march over sickness victory in my mind victory I want to thank you Lord for victory thank you Lord for victory I want to thank you Lord for victory I want to thank you Lord for victory victory in our homes victory on our job victory in our money victory I want to thank you Lord for victory I want to thank you Lord for victory Thank you. 
the time was right, they began to shout. And when the time was right, they began to shout. Well, the time is right. 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 Begin to shout. Begin to shout. Don't wait till the battle is over. You can shout right now. temptation but deliver us from the evil one I I have to wait until next week I have to wait until next week no I gotta wait <laughs> for thine 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory direction, the Lord's deliverance. There's only one way to have the Lord's direction and the Lord's deliverance. And that is by way of God through Jesus Christ. If you have not accepted God's gift, his precious, precious gift, of his only begotten, unique son, Jesus the Christ, that he gave to the world to save the world from sin. He said, whosoever believes in him, that you should not perish, but have everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but he sent him that the world through him might be saved. So if there's anyone in this Ephesus right now who have not accepted Jesus, God's Son as their only begotten Savior, their only Savior, would you raise your hand and someone will come to you 
and will teach you or tell you how you can become saved. For the Bible says that if you confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And if there's anyone who's watching online, you can just put a message in the text or direct message. Someone is watching and they will contact you shortly and they will tell you how you can become saved as well. That's the first call. <clears throat> the second call is this. If there's anyone who is already saved and you know where you will spend eternity, but you want Mount Calvary to be your church home, you can raise your hand as well. We do have someone. Thank you. Would you raise your hand again, sir? Thank you. And if there's anyone online, if you already know that you're saved and you want Mount Calvary to be your church home, we're just a part of God's vineyard. We're not the church. We're just a part of the body of Christ. You can direct message and someone will be in contact with you. Thank you. Here as our members and 
those who may be in need otherwise. But we cannot do that if we're not giving. So you can do that via those ways of giving, text to give, cash app, or Givelify. And also for the building fund, which is Victory to Vision, which is the BJW Center, which is out when you go out in the parking lot, you look to your left or right, whichever, it's over there, okay? So in order for that to proceed, we also need monetary giving for that. You don't have to wait till today, tomorrow, just give, however you feel like giving, give, okay? It's vital, it's important, okay? So God bless each and every one of you. The deacons are at the back door if you feel like giving in that way. Um, we give even in envelopes too. But remember, the deacons will not be outside to collect any offerings, no longer anymore, but you can drop off your offerings during the week when the office is open, okay? Thank you. At this time, we, if you could stand for benediction. Lord, we want to thank you for the divine message that came from heaven today that we need the Lord's direction and we need the Lord's deliverance. We thank you that we cannot live without you. So be our guiding hand. Order our steps. Oh God, we pray thee. We thank you for your divine protection. We thank you that no one and nothing can pluck us out of your hand if we belong to you. Thank you. We do not have to fear the evil one if we belong to you. We bless your holy name today. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think by the power that worketh in us. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. And Father, we ask that you would fill your servant afresh. Fill him afresh, Father God, as he delivered your oracles today unto your people. We bless you and we give you glory, honor, praise. Amen. Would you please remain in your seats as the ushers will direct you out. Amen. Thank you. 